This is so wizarding. I must have absolute silence. Excelsior! Oh. <laughs> That's right, everybody. It is time for episode number 194 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Come on, rather chain and ride it. Choo-choo. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Back to record another podcast because uh, that's how dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty good so far. <laughs> Damn right. Well, you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, it is time for the Avengers Infinity War hype train to pull into the station. And we are going to try to rank, give you the definitive ranking of all 18 Marvel Cinematic Universe films released so far. And God knows, maybe we can agree on one or two of them. <laughs> I'm sure out of the 18, there's got to be a couple of them that we do agree on. There's got to be. Yep. I'm pretty sure we all love Electra. <laughs> That's it. Number one. <laughs> Number one in the hood, G. But before we get into that, how's everybody doing? Mark, what's going on in the world of Mark Ellis? Uh, you know, I really wish I was able to complete my Road to Infinity War before we started this, because a lot of the movies have moved around in my ranking. Um, but I'm still in the process of getting it done. I'm still on track, and I definitely think I'm going to have it done before the movie uh, comes out. How far along are you at this point? Um, I'm I'm done with phase two, um, starting phase three. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> right, right. You've got... Uh, <laughs> four or five days so you can do this yeah yeah i actually have a tomorrow <laughs> right right it'll be Sorry, I'll, I'll get it done just got to do some editing while you watch that's all that matters yeah sure i'm not gonna be a pain in a butt to anyone as i'm watching the, the movie and editing the podcast at the same time no one's gonna care that's right well if they don't like it they can change their station yeah. aubrey lay it on us what's going on i am hyped <laughs> Uh, you... <laughs> That's a sound drop if I ever heard one. <laughs> I am hyped on the hype train. Woo woo. Are you sure? <laughs> do we do we need to consult anyone to make sure that you are hyped for this? I am so hyped. Yeah. That that there you go. That sounds about wrong, but that's okay. We'll take it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm half asleep, so you know this is about the best it can be. <laughs> gotcha. It's, be it's better than it used to be back in the day when you were all asleep. So. <laughs> I know. This is my new eleven. That's right. <laughs> uh, eleven is everyone else's five. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be for real. It's more like everybody else's three. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. A soft three. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cool. I, I have nothing exciting to report. Uh, working, sleeping, working, sleeping, working, sleeping. Oh, uh, wow. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> awesome. So, Mark. Yes. Before we get into the excitement of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Why don't you tell us where people can find more So Wizard podcasts? Okay. All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix picks from our buddy Adam Mollyhawk, our Soul Wizard Podcast merchandise is right there so you can purchase some swag and represent the show. Look good while you're doing it. Uh, a good way to support our show is by going through our Amazon uh, link that we keep right on the website. Click on that A, get your Amazon shopping done, and then you get to help out Soul Wizard too. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, Instagram, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, you can also give us a review on uh, podknife.com. Find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Satchel, 
Google Play Music, and we are also on Spotify, which is a great place to stream our episodes. I love Spotify so much. Uh, you, you can also find our episodes on a nerdpodcastmafia.com website, along with a bunch of other really fantastic podcasts in the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Uh, you can also find us on Powercast 97.9 Internet Radio. Back to you, Joey. Have you ever danced with a devil in the pale moonlight? Did you? No, but I did. And I did like a devil. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Hit the music. It's time to rank the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sorry, just add a a little bit of flavor to it. I love it. I love that. (laughs) All right. So what we did was each one of us individually made a list of where we personally ranked all 18 movies that have come out so far. Then I took that list and I combined all three of them together by throwing out Mark and Aubrey's list and using (laughs) mine. Uh, no, no, no. What I did was I, I then listed all three out and added them across and used the numerical values to rank each of the movies in a final list of 18 based on how many points each one had. So, H, this is uh, all three of our rankings smushed into one. And we're going to start with it's number like, 18. It's like Voltron, right? Like all, all mixed together. Right. It combined <laughs> to form Voltron. And, but there's only three of us, so it's got like <laughs> a leg, an arm, and, and like half a head. That's all right. I'll form the head. There you go. Everybody likes a good head. So we'll start with number 18. So the last and, in our opinion, worst Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Age of Ultron what? Avengers. Ooh, bullshit. Oh, yes, yeah. I know Aubrey agreed uh, to that. I don't agree to that at all. I so do. <laughs> Where did you have this ranked, Mark? I had Ultron at number eleven. So like is in the middle. Ridiculous. But, I know that is uh, way too high. Forget you guys. That is not Wait, way too you, high. You had it above Ragnarok. Yes, that's very what true. What kind of garbage is that? What? Avin- uh, right. <laughs> so just so you guys know, I'll be looking for a new third co-host <laughs> oh where are you going joey that's too bad <laughs> <laughs> i'm going somewhere that age of ultron isn't better than ragnarok <laughs> you didn't see that coming <laughs> <laughs> so i'll admit the movie does have some flaws but it's an it's a all-encompassing avengers movie and i i loved putting all of those characters together Thor is a good movie, but it's a good, you know, Hulk movie when a little sprinkling of Jeff Goldblum in there. Um, but Avengers Age of Ultron introduces uh, Claw, it's introduces um, uh, the um, the twins. Exactly. You can't even think about it because it's such trash. <laughs> introduces trash. It's not trash. <laughs> Screw you guys. Bobby, where, where did you have this ranked? I had this at 18. Uh, <laughs> I had it at... at uh, 17. You guys are the worst. I have uh, detailed in many times why I don't like this movie. Yes. Um, There are things that are good about it. The opening scene where they fight Hydra is awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of cool fight scenes with Ultron and the Ultron robots. I just, I really don't like a lot of the movies really drawn out. I don't understand why we have to stop the movie for 45 minutes to go to Hawkeye's farm. Uh, so that you can build up so that you can build up that entire Iron Man versus Captain America. (laughs) Damn right. You can build up that entire, uh, headbutting between the two, those two characters before you get to civil war. Plus it introduces vision. Plus it has black widow coming out of the plane on a fucking motorcycle. That movie is awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's cool (laughs) things, but there's also black widow dating the Hulk. There's, uh, it's a choice. (laughs) 
there is choice. Vision picking up Thor's hammer, which is awful. All right. Even though they try to hand wave it at the end of the very end of the movie, then they try to go back on it and be like, well, if you put your hammer in an elevator, it would still go up and down. Uh. So you're saying Vision isn't worthy of the hammer? No, I'm saying that that is a huge someone other than Thor lifting the hammer is huge. Especially in the movies where you've never seen it before. Right. <laughs> I mean, you've seen it a few times in the comics, so it's, it, it loses its impact. It's huge. It should be Captain America picking it up. Oh, God. And that's it. It shouldn't I'm be sorry. based on the book that I read before years ago. Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. doesn't matter. Like, that is such a huge <laughs> emotional moment and is completely now robbed of any power it could have because somebody else already did it. All right. We'll just, we'll just agree to disagree on that one. We're going to try to keep this show quick. We still got 17 movies to go. <sighs> Someday we'll have to come back to... I mildly dislike you now. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then moving on to number 17. Yes. In the rankings. A special long distance dedication from Asgard <laughs> or the Dark World. Oh, thank God. Because that movie's trash, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one I dislike more, Thor 1 or 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I had this. At uh, number 15. Okay, that's fair. I also had it at number 15. I had it at 16. Yep. Mm-hmm. We both all, we all somewhat agree that that movie is towards the No, bottom. I I will not. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it's trash. Right. It's just, it's just not as good as the other movies in the list. Exactly. My point exactly. It's not trash. That whole, there's an entire sequence of, of, uh, of all of the the Asgardians running around with like swords and lasers and and ships, that's just completely badass. I'm watching this on the screen. I'm like, this is amazing. This is this is so much fun for a Thor movie. I loved it. I loved it. It's not the yeah. The only reason it's so low is because all the other movies are better than it. That makes sense when you're ranking things. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not. I'm just saying it's not. A, it's not a bad movie. It's just that there's 16 other movies that are better than it. Right. I really like uh, a lot of the stuff at the end where they're fighting and the hammers like f- flying through uh, portals trying to get back to Thor. And, and like there's some cool stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not as good as it could have been. But I will say that Kat Dennings is really hot. Oh, geez. And for me, that puts it above Age of Ultron. But Natalie Portman is terrible, which puts it below a lot of other movies. No, she's not. She's great in that movie. She's so great that that going forward, they're just like, yeah, she's not around she's and no one cares. There's absolutely no backlash to it whatsoever. Yeah, that is true. All right. Uh, moving along. Number 16, Ant-Man. Yes. <laughs> All right, Mark. Where did you have Ant Man on the list? Uh, I had Ant Man as number sixteen on my list, so that actually that actually fits. <laughs> Hate you guys. What about you, Aubrey? I had it at seventeen. <laughs> I had it above Age of Ultron. <laughs> I had it at twelve. What? No way. I actually don't mind this movie that much. I like it. I think it's funny and it's fun and it. I don't know. I just I liked it. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I don't know why you guys hating on it so much. What the, what is your problem with Ant Man, Aubrey? I fell asleep during Ant Man. You fell asleep during <laughs> yeah. everything, though. Yeah, I was gonna say that doesn't connection qualify at all. I when I went and I saw you know when I was making my list, I went through all the movies. I did not fall asleep through <laughs> any of those except for Ant Man, and you know it had its humor, and I like Paul Rudd as an actor. I just can't accept an ant-sized su- superhero. It pisses me off. The whole concept pisses me off. I can't do it. Fair enough. All right, Mark. Why did you not like Ant-Man? Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that there's a... I, I grade these movies on a kind of like a degree of difficulty of what they're aiming for and if they're able to pull it off. Ant-Man's a good movie. It's just that, unfortunately, there's a bunch of other movies that are better than it in plot, character, and um, adventure. A fun factor. Mm. Well, I liked it, and I thought it was fun. I really liked his friend, Lewis. Yeah, I, I really liked uh, the, the hot chick at the end that was uh, talking about the guy that climbs on walls. But that, that, that is, that's not going to make the movie rank any higher on this list. It did, though, uh, leave us with what, in my opinion, was the most infuriating plot holes in the entire cinematic universe. Uh, Ant-Man's daughter has a giant pet ant 
Yep. It's a pet and no one notices or mentions it ever. There's, there's no one notices there's a giant ant. It sounds fucking stupid. Home they period a lot periodically tweet at uh, Marvel and the Russo brothers and anyone else I could think that would listen to please address this <laughs> giant ant going forward. But so far, uh, it's just met with deaf ears. Can so. we address the ant in a room, please? <laughs> like, like, come on, there's a fucking giant ant. I don't know. Maybe he shrunk it back down and stepped on it or something. I don't know. But very frustrating. So let's move on to number 15. He's got a secret, guys. He's always angry. The Incredible <laughs> Hulk. I had this at 17 or 18. Excuse me. Wow. You had it all the way down at the bottom? Yeah, it was my least favorite movie of all of them. Wow. I like it even less than Age of Ultron. <laughs> Because at least Age of Ultron had Elizabeth Olsen in it. So, Where did you have this ranked, Mark? I know you have it high. I think yeah. you have it really high. I had it at number 13. Ugh. I, too, had it at 13. Yeah, see? There you go. There you <laughs> go. the worst. <laughs> I recently watched it again. And, like, the whole the scenes of him in Brazil, the whole, like, uh, uh, Tim Roth's character, like, getting a super serum, uh, William Hurt's character. Just like the whole the whole way that it played out, and it's visually beautiful. Like I know you give a lot of shit to Louis Leterrier, but uh, the dude knows how to film film stuff. Uh, visually, it's it's striking. The camera never stands still; it's always in motion. Um, and just all of the different set pieces worked. And at considering where it came from uh, in a timeline with all the other movies, the special effects on the Hulk are pretty amazing. Like they look really good and they I think they got it perfected now, but considering what they did back then, I think it's 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 mind blowing. I really think that movie's a lot better than people give it credit for. Well, it's not bad. And uh Lewis Tellier did direct trains or uh, excuse me, the transporter two, which is uh <laughs> freaking awesome. So, you know, can't really get mad at him about that. I, I just feel like this movie's so inconsequential. Like if you skipped it, you wouldn't miss anything. <laughs> In your rewatch, there's a damn thing you would miss. What you 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 still get uh, Thunderbolt? Yeah, but you can figure out who he is from uh, Civil War. Yeah, but you can do that with any movie. <laughs> but this actually like sets him up. I just feel it's so inconsequential. It's not even. It's like it doesn't even exist. Yeah, it doesn't really tie into the other movies at all. But it's still a good movie on its own, and it gives Banner, you know, a few jokes. Um, you know, talk about New York down the road. They, maybe they'll have a special edition where they CG in Mark Ruffalo and everything. Fingers crossed. And then, like, do backs will walk across the screen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving along to number 14, we have Benedict Cumberbatch. It's Doctor Strange. Seems low to me. I don't know. It seems low. Is that low to you guys? <laughs> nope. It feels low to me, but Mark also had it at, like, 17, I uh, think. Yep, I had it at 17. Yeah. I had it at 11. Yeah, I had it at 14. It's a, it's weird because I like it, but it's not, I'm not like, whoa, when I think about it in mm -hmm. retrospect, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this movie. <laughs> right. But as I was making the list, I was like, oh yeah, Dr. Strange. And then I kept being like, is it better than this? Is it better than this? Is it better than this? And the answer kept being like, no. And <laughs> <Over laughs> well, so I had to keep bumping it down the list. But I love the visuals and, and I, I like him as Dr. Strange. I loved uh, Baron Mordo. Um, I loved the solution to fighting Dormammu at the end. I just every time I kept looking at it versus something else on the list, I, I had to keep bumping it further down. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, Aubrey, why did you have it so high? I really liked it. I loved the visuals. I thought that it was very different from anything that Marvel has done mm -hmm. uh, because it was a lot more serious. Uh, they had like tiny little snippets where it was funny, but it was just a very different element for Marvel. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that they took a creative step and did something different. And the visuals were just fantastic. I loved the visuals. I thought that was the best part of the movie. But it just the, those things really stuck with me. So when I was trying to rank it, I was like, I, you know, do I like Thor 2 or do I like Doctor Strange? I like Doctor Strange. And I just kept moving more and more up. 
See, I just figured with Benedict Cumberbatch's face, that would have just put it all the way down to the bottom for you. <laughs> surprisingly, it did not. But, you know, my feelings for him are very strong in a negative manner. Right. It's probably like Benedict Cumberbatch and then Tom Cruise mm-hmm. for like the next 10 slots. Ten Cru- Tom Cruise takes up the <laughs> next 10 slots. There's slots as far as the eye can see. Yeah. He's got a good uh, role waiting for him as the uh, alien on live action American Dad someday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was, uh, I saw a couple weeks ago, I saw The Quiet Place and it, there was a Mission Impossible trailer. And I turned to Josh and I was like, You see this movie of Tom Cruise playing Tom Cruise playing Tom Cruise? Did you know it's starring Tom Cruise? <laughs> Ask Tom Cruise. I will be there day one. And I had him laughing hysterically, too, because I was like, did you know that Tom Cruise can fly? And then all of a sudden it showed Tom Cruise in an airplane. So did you know Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts? And then it showed him doing a whole bunch of stunts. Well, I, you know, as much as I like Doctor Strange, I think it's serviceable. It's one of the few Marvel movies that I came out of that I just had problems with a bunch of different things with it. And that's why it ranks so low. I just couldn't accept it for being what it was. I just there was too many issues that I had with it. Whatever. <laughs> I've seen Mark's list. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> My list is fucking spot on, dude. It is perfect. Fine. We had somewhat similar lists in the beginning. And then it drifted way off course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to number 13. Lucky 13. Robert Downey Jr. Is Iron Man 3. It can't be true. Solo. Wow. Solo. Not Solo, a Star Wars story. (laughs) Solo. Aubrey, where did you have this one ranked? I had it at number nine. Wow. Yeah, damn. I can't believe it's so low. Mark, Uh, where did you have this one? I ranked this all the way down at the end, and it hurt my heart. To do it. Why do you I, have it so? Why do you have it at eighteen? I love Shane Black. I do, but I just just rewatching it um, again. I'm like, man, this movie. It it has like some good things to it, but compared to like all the other movies, it doesn't land at all. It 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 feels very um like fluffy. Like there's no I don't there's no real stakes in it at all. It feels very cartoony than the, than the other Iron Man movies. I don't know. It just didn't. It, I just it didn't work for me. The whole extremist storyline uh rebecca hall's character didn't really like i mean she was like okay but didn't really do anything um guy pierce's reveal as being the actual mandarin um and his whole reasoning for why he was taking down tony stark uh the whole pepper the main reason why it's so low is because pepper Potts kills the bad guy by kicking a missile at him at that point my my i throw my hands in here i'm like all right i'm out i'm out Sorry. I love you, Shane Blackbutt. And it's not to say that it's a bad movie, but when you compare it to the other ones, no. Sorry, dude. I can't swallow the fact that you had just ranked it at 18. There's so many worse movies, like Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man is, is it's, again, I, I rank it on a level of, of, of difficulty. I didn't buy Tony Stark's like um, PTSD, uh, like him curing it automatically by the little kid telling him, why don't you just build something? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's it. And then he's he's fixed. He's fine for the rest of the movie. No issues at all. No. Well, I think it has some problems, but I love the Mandarin reveal. I love the uh, rescue scene from the uh, airplane mm-hmm. where he's rescuing the people that fell out of the airplane. I love the uh, all the suits coming at the end to fight. Um, I like a lot of the stuff where it's just him out of the suit. And I, I think it's 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 uneven, but it's more good than bad. Let's just put it that way. I like the way he. Uh, Works the, uh, it, Mo Diggity. <laughs> the way he got the scrap no out of his heart and threw his arc reactor into the ocean at the end of the movie—that's that was good. What you liked the uh, Chinese edit where only the doctor from uh, only the greatest doctor from China can save Iron Man? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it was one of the first movies to try to pander to mm-hmm. Chinese audiences. <laughs> All right, okay, so moving along, number twelve. On the list, Here we go. The first Thor movie, way too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's way too high. I had that at 15. Bullshit. <laughs> I had that at 16. 
I had that at number six. Yes, yes Mark. Thank, thanks, Mark. <laughs> We're boosting the rankings of Thor. So yep. please, Mark, please defend your terrible decision to raise <laughs> Thor up the rankings. Right. Why do you love Thor so much? I, I just have a, 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 a it's Chris Hemsworth, man. He, his eyes are dreamy. That's all there is to it. Um, no, I, I said it before in the show. Like I I before these before Marvel started making these movies, like I could wrap my brain around um, a Captain America movie. You know, it's a soldier with a shield. You know, I could wrap my brain around that. I could wrap my brain around Iron Man, uh, you know, a guy who builds machines. I could wrap my brain around a Hulk. I could not fathom a world where a Thor movie would work. It just seemed too ridiculous to work. And that movie works so well. It does such a great job at setting up Thor's, um, his kind of goofiness and not taking things serious. Loki's desire to become a king. Odin's, um, uh, banishment of Thor um, off the planet. Uh, plus the whole thing with the frost giants is amazing. Uh, the whole as look of Asgard is amazing. And the fact that they can incorporate a world that all of these ridiculous things are happening, but you, it, it makes sense because it's science. It's not magic. I bought that entire movie hook, line and sinker. And I think it works. The scene where uh, Coulson is interviewing Thor inside of the uh, prison cell and loki comes to tell him that his father is dead that scene fucking works dude so i i don't care what you guys say thor if thor doesn't work avengers doesn't work and thor works like gangbusters so screw you guys (laughs) (laughs) aubrey why do you not like thor you know that movie is so anticlimactic and interesting to me that i forgot like disinteresting i mean uh that i forgot even what happens in that movie well, there's a single road in this town. <laughs> I I vaguely remember it, but it's very hard to remember it all. And then Natalie Portman just sleepwalking through it. Oh, and my God. I have never, never enjoyed the Thor movies before Ragnarok. And they have always been extremely low on my list because they're so boring to me. Yeah, I'm with Aubrey. Um it's just you guys are it's so pedestrian. It, what? It feels like it feels like below a like pre MCU movie. You are absolutely crazy. I, th- I think Natalie Portman's terrible. Nope. I think uh, almost everything on Earth is bad. I would say almost everything on Earth is bad. Well, it ha- it has to take place in a small town because of the work that Natalie Portman's character is doing. You can't have those type of astrophysical shit going on in the middle of New York City. It has to be in a desert Listen, town. In Man of Steel, Smallville had a Sears and an IHOP. Okay. So, <laughs> and I think there was a name brand gas station as well. All right, so, so your reason for not liking this movie is because with their third movie under the MCU umbrella, they did not have the budget to make a bigger town. They made their own well, town so they, that they could blow it it's up. It's not like Iron Man took place in a single room. <laughs> Yeah, Thor didn't take place on a single. So what about one street? So so you're just going to completely disregard the whole all of the Asgard's getting mad. I know Mark is going to rip our face. All of the Asgard sequences, which are amazing. All of the Frost Giant sequences, which are amazing. You're just going to disregard that and those that entire two thirds of the movie based on the one pretty large location of this town at the end of the movie, the third act that you're going to, yes. you're going to rank, you're going to, you're going to rank the movie based on that. <laughs> yes. All right. That, hey, that says a lot more about you than it does about Thor. So that's fine. Well, I'll, I'll at least Kat Dennings is hot. In it. All right. We better move on to the next movie before Mark quits and starts his, his own podcast. <laughs> it's just going to get worse from here, guys. So get ready. Oh, it's about to get really bad. I hope you're ready. <laughs> All right, number. This is now. This one was shocking to me. Like this, when I was making this list, I was floored. I had to check like five times that I didn't somehow make a mistake. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. So, um, number or number. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. So let me mispronounce number. <laughs> All right, number eleven. Iron Man two. What the fuck? <laughs> who put that? Why is that so high? Who put that? Who 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 screwed this up? Aubrey. I had it why at is number, that so high? I had it at number fourteen. Oh, it's my fault then. Mm-hmm. I had it at eight. <laughs> <laughs> eight, eight. Defend yourself immediately, Aubrey. 
I really liked Iron Man too. I think Oof. it shows <laughs> it shows Tony Stark in a different like in a depressing element. Like it was the first time you saw Tony Stark in more of a depressing element rather than a Playboy status. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was interesting. Um, I enjoyed John Favreau throughout that entire movement. I love John Favreau. He's just amazing to begin with. And when it comes down to it, would I watch Iron Man 2 when it's on TV? Or would I watch Thor? I'd watch Iron Man 2. Okay. That seems fair. Fair. That seems fair reasoning, I should say. Yeah. I, I think I also liked in Iron Man 2 how it addressed Tony Stark's issues with his dad. And how he kind of reconciled those. And his dad left him like a clue. thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the movie's kind of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful mess. I like it. I, I think I like it a lot more than other people do. I think people really trash this movie a little too much. I really like uh, the battle with the drones at the end, with War Machine. I think uh, Scarlett Johansson is loinakingly hot in this movie. Amen. Um, you know, I, I think Whiplash is kind of terrible, but... <laughs> I want, my, I want the, my bird. I want yeah, my, I went bird. To my bird. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the first time he fights him on the uh, racetrack, I think he's pretty much useless. But I think uh, Justin Hammer is freaking awesome. <laughs> yep. So you know the, when I when I when you sit down and like think about it, you're like, well, this is a lot better than I thought. But for some reason, it's just just with some of the other movies. You know, like there's other. I just can't put it ahead of some of the other movies. That's the thing. So mm, yep, I also had it at number fourteen. Um, and there there's a scene where. The the scene the drone scene at the end where Tony and and Rhodey are like back to back just blasting away at these robots and I'm like this is awesome this is this is what it's all about right here everything else is like whatever that one scene made it made the whole movie worth it it was pretty cool but in my opinion not cool enough to be number eleven but <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on into the top ten now this is another movie that I it's just. This is just a hard thing to rank some of these because you're like, well, this should be better than this. But I, can I put it up any higher? I don't know. So we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in at number 10. Mark, where did you have this on your list? Uh, I had it at number 9. Oh, all right. Well, then you're right where it should be. <laughs> <laughs> now, Aubrey, you had this at number 12. I did. Below Iron Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Also below Iron Man 3 and Doctor Strange. I didn't enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So Wizard Podcast wishes Aubrey the best (laughs) future endeavors. I think when I was ranking it, I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy 1 more than I did 2. I liked the soundtrack to 1 more than I did Mm 2. And I liked Doctor Strange a little bit more than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I mean... I almost tied them, but when it came down to it, I would I didn't really like the story. Kind of hated the story, actually. Um, so that was where it came. That's what made it twelve. Was that the story was annoying to me? It was uncomfortable to watch. I didn't really like it. Well, you know, we got one. We got we got a good number two, and that number two is Aubrey's list. oh boy i had this at 10 so yeah i mean we're we all had it kind of ranked right where it landed except for aubrey but uh mine wasn't that far off though yeah you're 12 you're 12 so i just can't put it ahead i liked it a lot actually i really liked uh the music (laughs) i love kurt russell I i liked everything with yondu um, I thought the reveal when it, uh, Ego had, you know, killed Peter's mom, like there's just a really good movie. It's just, again, I can't put it ahead of the movies I have ahead of it. They just can't. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is as we get higher up in the list, it gets harder and harder to be like, oh, uh, when you're trying to rank these things. <laughs> that was hard. I think the beginning, um, like where you would rank everything, the one through one through 10 was pretty difficult. I think after that. I was pretty aware of what movies I hated. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really just finding the right numbers for one through ten. Interesting. So 
we'll move along into the top 10. All right. So number eight and number nine were a tie. It's our first tie. Wow. Uh, so what I did was look at, you know, there's many ways to get these numbers based on which way the three of us ranked the movies. So I looked at which movie had more higher rankings than the other one. And then I uh, determined uh, between the two of them from there. So coming in at number nine, so low, so low, a terrible list story. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was my fault, too. Now, on my list, I have this at number two. Oh, my God. Get Horrible. Get the that hell is... out of here. So that is number two. Um, I love Spider-Man. It's my favorite superhero. And this is the best spider-man in a movie oh god the best peter parker in a movie uh probably the best if not the second best villain in the whole cinematic universe in michael keaton's vulture uh and i just love the fucking movie i think it's fucking great it's the spider-man i've always wanted to see on screen so i I, it's got to be number two to me um let's see where did you have this ranked mark Uh, i had this ranked at number 10 it made the top 10 which is pretty amazing um but yeah, compared to like all the other movies, all the other movies hit me right in the feels more than Spider-Man Homecoming. I, I'll agree with you. Uh, this is the best Spider-Man. Bullshit. <laughs> this is the best Spider-Man out of the other Spider-Mans. But, you know, that's, that's not saying too much, dude. They, they, it's like, oh, we finally got one right. Congratulations. Um, I, I like this movie. I thought the movie was a lot of fun. But again, it's like if I'd never seen any other spider-man movies i would be like okay yeah this is good i i really enjoy this This is a lot of fun this is exactly what spider-man should be but because you have to compare it to the other ones it's like uh, yeah they they got it right yay you know golf clap um and and you know it's not overly amazing it's not completely gut-wrenching um i did kind of screw up and I, i mentioned it before i did know about the big reveal the big reveal that everyone is all like uh, was all shocked about. It was on the internet before, and I read it, so it didn't really affect me at all. But I, I did like the movie. I, I just wished it had a little bit more. I wish we could have saw Peter go through a little bit more uh, dramatic stages. I wish he had a few more dramatic scenes, um, and that would have made it a little bit more enjoyable for me. All right, Aubrey, where did you have this ranked? I just have fucking fourteen. <laughs> that was down not... the bottom. Come on, fourteen. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I am not even sorry. This movie, I hated this movie. What? I, I could not. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think that there's parts of it that I I thought were okay. I, you know, Tom Holland is cool, but I thought I had some major issues with the changes that they made to the story, and I couldn't get past them. It ruined the entire movie for me. Wait, what changes? What? I don't. I don't like that he, I don't like MJ. I don't fucking like it. I'm not okay. Like, I like Zendaya as a character, but I feel like if you're going to have a character that you're going to base off of Mary Jane, her name needs to be Mary Jane and not Michelle Jones, MJ, and make those stupid ass hints at the end of the movie. I didn't like it. I fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. Ruined the movie for me. I also didn't like that um, Peter Parker had a best friend that knew about him. I found that to be annoying, and I couldn't reconcile the changes that they had made to the story. It pissed me off too much, and I didn't want to watch the rest of the movie. Wow. Yeah. Joey, she came for your movie, dude. It's <laughs> <That's> unbelievable. <laughs> Where's the boo this man uh, sound drop? Boo this man! I think if they made so if you I think if you're going to make drastic changes to something so popular and and loved, you got to be prepared for people to hate it. And I did not like the changes that they made. I thought that they were too big of changes. They were if I mean, you changed two huge parts of the fucking story. What were they thinking? We already saw three movies of Mary Jane, and <laughs> we don't need any more movies I, with that. I, I don't care. I was you just know what the end result that. of that was 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 uh, Kirsten Dunst singing. <laughs> don't don't call her Mary Jane. Don't call her MJ. 
if you want a completely different character. Don't have it be a Spider-Man movie if you want people to like it and you're going to change everybody else in the whole fucking story. The two people they did not change in the storyline were Peter Parker and Aunt May. And that's it. They changed everybody else. I can't. Nope. I'm getting (laughs) mad. When when he was underneath that rubble at the end and he has to like psych himself up to pull himself out of it. It was Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. (laughs) No. The reason why it is 14 and not 17. 14. Is, oh, Jesus. 17. Come on. Yeah. The reason why it's 14 and not 17, because nothing will disappoint me more than Age of Ultron, <laughs> is the fact that. <laughs> is the fact that Michael Keaton was in it. And that part was really cool. Other than that, fuck this movie. Oh, my God. I hate you so much, Randy. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on because I want to still be friends with Aubrey. Um, (laughs) All right, number eight. This one was tied with uh, Spider-Man, but this is number eight now. Uh, The first Guardians of the Galaxy. I had that at 10. Aubrey at 10. Again, around the same. I I had it around. I had it at eight. I also had it at at eight. So. Boom. We, we agreed. Holy my, shit. Mine probably would have been there, um, but I kind of went back and forth between Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aubrey's ranking of Iron Man 2 is scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's not really much to say about this one. I think it's a really awesome movie. It's just, you know, just like we've said already, it's every as like as I was making the list, it just kept getting bumped down the list oh. <laughs> every time. Like, OK, let me move this movie here. Oh, wait. Guardians moves down one. OK, then Guardians moves down one. Then Guardians moves down one. So I don't have a single complaint about this movie. I think it's awesome. I think it's hilarious. I think the soundtrack is freaking great. It's just not as good as the other movies on the list. So. Mm-hmm. I have this ranked right next to volume two because I kind of think those two movies go together. I think they fit together like really well. I like reasonless. <laughs> <laughs> I did like part one. Like I, I actually like part one a lot. It's a, it's you have to judge it based on what it is. And it's not like a regular Marvel MCU superhero movie. It doesn't follow that pattern. So as its own movie, it works pretty well. Um, but volume two, um, I ranked it so high because everything that it Part one is such a good setup, and part two pays off all of that. Um, and that's that's the thing that really impressed me about volume two. It's not that it's just like a unbelievably amazing movie, but all of the pieces that were tossed out at part one that even some you didn't even realize were pieces, they land so perfectly in part two. It's so, some of the best uh, sequel writing I've seen in a comic book movie. It's amazing. So uh, I like I like volume one, but mainly because it sets up a really good volume two. All right. Well, let's move on to number seven, Thor Ragnarok. What? Oh, that hurt. What? I had that at four. Oh, Jesus. I had it at 12. Uh, 12? Yeah. Get out of here. I had it at six. All right, Mark. What the hell do you have this at twelve for? What is going on here? Again, it's it's com- it's completely different from all the other movies. You, it it's it felt more like a copycat of Guardians of the Galaxy than it did any of the other Marvel superhero movies. And not to say that it's a bad thing because we just agreed that Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty amazing. But this one, I don't know. I just it didn't it it didn't hit me in this in the feels like the other movies did. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I loved the Hulk, but. Yeah, it just you have to judge it for what it is. It's a fun, brightly colored popcorn movie and not a uh, deep thinking or at least fun adventure MCU movie. Unbelievable. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the worst take in the history of the <laughs> podcast is a tie between Aubrey's Spider-Man <laughs> review and Mark's Thor Ragnarok. But I, I, I would like to say I would like to say on a, on, on a footnote here, I've only seen the movie once. So, <laughs> you know. Ju- judge me, you know. Please don't judge me too harshly for that. I do have to watch it a, a couple of more times. Harshly, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of the newest movies, so I only got to I only got to see it once. But you have yeah, like that, seventy two hours to watch the rest of these movies before <laughs> 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 Infinity War comes out. Aubrey, you had it pretty high. I did, yeah. I love that movie. I even bought it, which is very big for me to actually go out and buy something. And I did. I bought it. Loved that movie. Next thing you know, you'll be throwing money at food and clothing. 
<laughs> I also love this movie. I love Taika Waititi. He's fucking hilarious. Uh, fucking Mark Mothersbaugh soundtrack. Uh, it's just really funny. I I bought it on Blu-ray when it came out. I watched it with. I actually watched it with the whole family because uh, Colin hadn't seen it and my wife Jen hadn't seen it, and they both loved it. And it's just it's fucking funny. And Hella is awesome. And um, I think everything works pretty much in the movie. I wish that it was a little longer so we get some more time with the executioner. But it's just fucking awesome. I really, really like it. I really like all the humor and the jokes. And it's just good. And Tessa Thompson is awesome. Come on, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. But they did they did Odin wrong, man. Two movies. And that's the way Odin goes out. And I should be like a, a fucking ball of uh, tears at the end of Odin's death. And I felt nothing. I was like, oh, he, he blew away in the wind like fucking Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Just, whoosh, oh, yeah, gone. come on. <laughs> I felt nothing I thought it was that. fantastic. I loved the humor in this movie. I love Tessa Thompson. I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is fantastic. Whoever did the sound for this movie, kudos. It brought me to life. All right. Excellent. Well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree on that one. And coming up at number six, Captain America, the first adventure. That was this about one. right. I had it at seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had it. I also had it at seven. We all had it at seven, <laughs> all three of us. But because of the way <laughs> the point system worked, it did not come in at seven. <laughs> it's so because of uh, the weird swing of points between uh, with Thor three. <laughs> so, <laughs> I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I don't care. I know people like to trash it, but I love it. I love everything about it. I like him as a little skinny twerp. I like him uh, as Captain America. I love all the stuff in World War II. Um, I like the stuff with Bucky. Uh, I even like the Red Skull. Um, Haley Atwell is loin achingly hot in this movie. <laughs> I love uh, it's great. Uh, Joe Johnson directing. Uh, he's got that, you know, kind of good feel for it. Like almost like the Rocketeer again. It's just fucking great. I love this movie. Uh, Mark. Yeah, pretty much everything you just said. Um, it has a bunch of different elements that it has to blend together in order to get it to work there's you know there's a lot of spinning plates with this movie and it works it totally works and the and the the key to it i think the the main driving force to it is chris evans performance as uh steve rogers like you buy that character from the moment he's uh getting his ass kicked in, in the alley outside the movie theater you are like down to go to war with this kid and he amazingly is able to convey that even when he's captain america even all the way to the end of the movie he's that same twerpy little kid uh, with a good heart. So Tommy Lee Jones is fucking amazing in this movie too. I love his character. I, w- I wish they could bring him back for, for something. Um, but yeah, all the different elements, the time period, him getting in the ice, you believing that this kid can be Captain America. It, it all works. It all works incredibly well. The Nazis, Red Skull, everything. I love this movie. All right. What about you, Aubrey? I mean, this was an iconic movie for me. It was in, it was really tough to rate this at a seven because I loved this movie so much and I was so invested in Captain America having his own movie. Um, it's just everything else. It's like even Winter Soldier and Civil War are above this movie because they did an amazing job with the first Captain America and then they were like, see what we could do again and again. And each Captain America movie has been fantastic and i i cannot say enough how perfect chris evans is for this character and what an amazing job he did in this movie the visuals the just the whole atmosphere of the movie was awesome i love it awesome all right well it's nice that we all agree on something for a change on the list (laughs) so let's move along to number five so we had a tie Wow. Between number five and number four, but uh, just like I did for number eight and nine, we went with rankings higher and lower. Number five, the Black Panther. I had at number five. I had at number six. Mm-hmm. I had it at number four. All right. So yeah, we we just, were all in that ballpark. Right. And we just talked about this in the show. I thought it was freaking awesome um i'm sure mark hated it though oh god it was the worst piece of shit it, it was at number 18 but it has a really good soundtrack so, <laughs> so moved it up. needed more white people <laughs> 
again, it's a, it's a movie that I I have to grade it. You know, it's like the Olympics. You got to grade their level level of difficulty. This is a, an almost impossible movie to pull off. And the fact that they a pulled it off, and it wasn't like Ant Man. They actually did something that was like you know relevant and important and intelligent about it. The movie's it's staggering. It's, it's a, a staggering achievement in filmmaking. So uh, yeah, I, that's why I, get, I gave it such a high rating. Yeah, uh, it's freaking awesome. Uh, can't wait for more Black Panther. And uh, yeah, there's what, what else can be said? It's fucking awesome. And you can always go back like th- four weeks and listen to the uh, episode where we talked about it and gushed about it uh, for an hour. Um, all right, number four, the first Movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Iron Man number one. Where'd you have this ranked, Aubrey? I had Iron Man at number three. What about you, Mark? Same reason why I have Captain America so high up, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. I also had Iron Man at number three. Again, it's a... It's it's a movie that if it Iron Man doesn't work, none of this works. And mm-hmm. uh, the fact that it was it was able to stick the landing, so to speak, is it's an amazing achievement. So yeah, number three. You guys are gonna kill me. Why? I have it at number nine. Oh, okay, at least it made what? the top ten. At least it made the top ten. That's all that matters. It, you know yeah. what? It it was uh, it was a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think this movie's freaking awesome. Just like Mark said, if that movie's not good, we're not sitting here talking about this, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, and it was it was such a different time in 2008. Like there wasn't a interconnected Marvel or any cinematic universe like this. Um, you know, it, it's a fucking great movie. And, and Robert Downey Jr. just is Tony Stark at this point. Like it's yeah, it's, it's not even like a role. He just is that person. <laughs> and so it's freaking awesome. And God has the first after credit scene that was just like I remember sitting in the movie theater and I had no idea what that that happened. <laughs> In the movie, you're just people kept saying online, like, make sure you don't leave, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave, but don't read what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, fucking Nick Fury shows up as they're talking about the Avengers. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, is this real life? Is this a thing that is happening? Did I die in a car crash on the way <laughs> to the movie theater? And this is like my reward right. for oh. being a good person. <laughs> well, clearly not because I'm not a good person, but um, just unbelievable. It's a great fucking movie. Um, but, you know, it was just hard to slot somewhere because there are other movies I liked more than that. So it just kept unfortunately getting bumped down the list. Aubrey, you had this at three. I did, yeah. You love it. I I really loved this movie. I thought it was, you know, it was kind of the pioneer of everything. It really set the tone for how a Marvel movie was going to be. And for that, it's always going to be higher up. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those movies you can watch it now, you know, uh, considering it's the first one and like compare it to, to Ant-Man and it, it still holds up, you know, like they didn't like change the the secret recipe at all. They didn't change the formula at all. It pretty much stands with the other movies. So that it's pretty amazing. Well, they do need to have a special edition where they take out references to MySpace. But yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. So moving along. Number three. So low, so low. Well, how can something be number three and be low? <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> too low. It's too low. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Um, You know, I feel as though I'm partially responsible because I put it at number five. Yeah, you are responsible. (laughs) But I had it at number five because I loved Ragnarok so much. It probably would have been at number four if I didn't enjoy Ragnarok nearly as much as I did. And this is is how it kind of happened is the way that it happened with Guardians of the Galaxy for you guys is that, you know, I enjoyed the other movies above this one a lot more than I enjoyed this one. But it still was a fantastic movie. What about you, Mark? Where do you have this ranked? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to take partial blame with Aubrey. I also had it at number five. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you guys. It's it's not that it's a bad movie. It's actually a pretty amazing, amazing movie. But again, it's I have to grade it on a level of difficulty because it's one of those movies that it on paper it shouldn't work. And it works incredibly well, um, considering where the first movie was compared to this one. Like Captain America should not be able to be relevant um, in a modern day. And they made him super relevant. And they made that storyline so intriguing. Um, but again, it's how much did I like this movie compared to the other uh, four movies on a list? It had to come in number five. Sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. Not sorry. How much did I like this movie compared to the other movies on the list? Number one. <laughs> number one with a bullet. <laughs> Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the best superhero movie of no. all time. 
way. I mean, yeah, that 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 argument could be made if you want to compare it to if you want to have it as a standalone movie and not incorporate like any other movies at all. Then yeah, there's a I can kind of see where that would that would fit. But then there's that part with him and and Black Widow talking to the computer from the 1980s and the villain was able to download his DNA inside of like thousands of tapes, computer tapes and that's what's causing bombs or something. It's like uh, I was almost there. I was almost That there. was a, that was a step too far, but him being frozen in a block of ice for 90 years was okay. Yeah, I, yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> oh, right, right. right. Don't, don't I, stumble into the freezer at work. Hey, I got some turkey legs in a freezer now, but I'm eating it in all <laughs> 70 Jesus. years. I think this movie is fucking perfection. Um, from the second it starts, the raid on the Lemurian star, um, the way the Russo brothers filmed all the action and the fight scenes is just awesome. So visceral. Uh, no shaky cam crap. Like, just a great fucking movie. Um, fucking George St. Pierre as ba- Batrock the Leaper. Like, we live in a world where there's a live action Batrock the Leaper in a fucking blockbuster movie. Like, this is really a thing that happens. Yeah, that means nothing to and, me. Well, he's just such a good, goofy, like, Z-level Captain America villain. It's like, unbelievable. And, and, oh, it's just so good. It's so good. When uh, Bucky and... Uh, uh, Cap and Falcon and Black Widow, they're all fighting on the highway. Yep. That's the best action scene in the whole fucking franchise. <laughs> when uh, he's fighting hand to hand with Bucky and he takes the knife and he flips the knife and he catches it and keeps using it. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I might even watch that tonight just to be quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my number one. Nothing's better than that. So unfortunately, uh, apparently things are better than that for you guys. But, yes. Uh, yes oh, yeah. Moving along to number two, Captain America Civil War. Yes, I had this at number two and I I stand by my number one and my number two. Mm -hmm. I also I also had it at number two. And yep, I feel Mm -hmm. I feel very comfortable with it sitting there. Mm -hmm. I had it at number four. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Civil War is what Age of Ultron should have been. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would say there's probably like a billion people that would agree with you on that, Aubrey. Yep. Oh, I thought Civil War is freaking awesome. Um, the airport fight, stairway fight, fight at the end. It's just a good fucking movie. But I just, the other three movies I had ahead of it were just too much, too better. You know, like uh, Aubrey's number 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sorry that I have that at 14 right now, now that you've ranked this movie so low. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yep. All right. And I think you can probably tell what number one is if you've mm-hmm. been paying attention. Yeah, number buddy. one, The Avengers. Yep. I think that that movie, it, it's going to be very hard to knock that out of the number one spot. And I'm hoping that Infinity Wars can get up there, but it is going to be next to impossible to back that down. Mark, you had this at number one. Yeah, yeah. I had this movie at number one like 10 minutes after I saw it for the first time. It was like, there's no way any movie's going to be better than this. It's such a, it's such an amazing like again it's you have to I I grade movies on their challenges you know can someone pull this off is this going to be you know how 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 can you make this work and then how can you elevate it so that it's beyond just working like Ant Man works but I don't feel like it's super like elevated this movie it's staggering how these different pieces all fit and it works as a two plus movie i mean there's a few like little dings in there but for the most part this movie is 100 percent a plus perfect i uh <laughs> it better be it better at least be number two Add in number three. All right, that's fine. <laughs> top three. Is, top three is. <laughs> you're is you're right. You're right. No, it's fucking awesome. And there's you know in these top five movies, with the exception in my mind of Winter Soldier being number one, you could flip flop these around however you want, and it's not you're not wrong. Um, it's not like having Spider Man like number fourteen or something. <laughs> it's not like uh, it's not like having Iron Man two at like number eight, but you know. But. <laughs> But uh, that's it. Yeah, that's your that's your Marvel Cinematic Universe ranking. All right. So we've got a listener question here related to 
Marvel Cinematic Universe. I did announce a couple of days ago, or maybe it was a day ago, that we were going to be doing this. Uh, and I got a listener question that was MCU related, so I thought we'd bump that up to the top of the list and uh, go ahead and answer it. So we do try to answer a listener question every week on the podcast time permitting you can ask yours by sliding into our dms on social media or emailing us so wizard podcast at yahoo.com so this uh this question comes from kathy who wants to know marvel cinematic universe <laughs> marvel cinematic universe characters fuck mary kill <laughs> pick one for each category mark <laughs> No, I don't want to go first. All right, Aubrey. And Tom Hardy does not count. (laughs) Venom is not related. She's like Venom, Venom. Spider-Man, Venom. Any character? Like even even villains? Yep. Okay. I would probably, uh, I would kill Loki. Why? Um, Is it his long flowing hair? Yeah, I'm not really into it. He's too scrawny. (laughs) Jeez. And there's just nothing appealing. Actually, it'd probably be a tie between him and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> At least I could use Doctor Strange's powers. Loki just backstabs everybody all the time. You know, there's nothing really redeeming that he's doing for me. Hmm. The marrying and the fucking. <laughs> I, I would say Chris Hemsworth, but Ragnarok Thor. Well, with for short what, hair. I would fuck that. <laughs> Probably stare at it for a long time, but you know we'd get to it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, who would I marry? Damn it, I've run out of people. This is literally the easiest one you could ever pick. <laughs> yeah, but I'm stuck with them forever, so I get very annoyed if <laughs> men do not have a backbone. If I'm going to give you crap, you better be ready to give me crap back. And if you don't, I'm going to think that you're. A big giant vagina, and I'm going to be disinterested in you anymore. If I can't bully you and you don't bully me, me back, it's not fun for me. I like cat and mouse. <laughs> this just I opened up like... a whole new world <laughs> for Aubrey. <laughs> I feel oh my like God. So I think that's what makes this part hard because I, I'm stuck with this person forever. So it would probably have to be Tony Stark because I think he would be the only one that would give it back to me just as much as I give it to him. It would always and be he's fun. rich. Yeah, I'd never be bored. If I pay um, Chris Evans, I get bored because he'd be too nice to me. I can't well, you're certainly a step up from Gwyneth Paltrow. So. <laughs> Mark. Man, this is really difficult. This is really difficult. <laughs> uh, all right. So I would say, uh, fuck, uh, Captain America from... from uh... <laughs> <laughs> From before he gets transferred? No, 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 no. I would marry Steve Rogers from before he gets transferred, but I would fuck Captain America in uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, so Black Widow. As I say, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> right. All right. So, uh, so fuck uh, Black Widow. Uh, Mary. What, what hairstyle? Oh, that's a good question. I, there's a part of me that's like Iron Man 2 with the long curls, but then there's like that, that uh, Winter Soldier with the straight, the super straight hair. So, I don't know. I might have to go. I might have to go Iron Man 2. I might have to go with the original Iron Man 2. Big curls. Mary uh, Linda from uh, Black Panther, the girl who served coffee to the uh, the lady that died in the museum that uh, Killmonger shot because I love her. Jesus, that's a deep cut. I know. I love her. I only met her. I only saw her for a few seconds, but I love her. I'm it's like, she's an evil international terrorist. Yes, I will Let's marry her. <laughs> I will marry the hell out of her. <laughs> she's ride or die, man. I love her. Um, oh, <laughs> and die is what she chose. And then kill would probably be Whiplash, Iron Man 2. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, dude. All right. I guess he's not getting his bird. <laughs> Is that if it wasn't for that stupid bird line, he'd be he'd be okay. But nope, that that was the that was the drawing point right there. Got to die. All right, so I would uh, kill Hawkeye's wife. <laughs> Completely useless oh character, oh. and uh, she makes him like retire and like ruins the Avengers. But she um, she was Velma in, in the Scooby Doo movies. I got That's got to count for something, right? Doesn't count for anything. All right. <laughs> she was in Age of Ultron. She gets what she deserves. <laughs> Fine. Me and Mark are uh, on the same wavelength. Uh, fuck Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But I will go straight hair, Winter Soldier, Black Widow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary Peggy Carter. Oh, nice. Haley Atwell, who is oh, 
so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Even when she's all like wrinkled in uh in part two. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. That's fine. She's been like, it's been 84 years. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kathy, for that uh, question. And like we said, we do try to answer a question time permitting every week. So slide into our DMs on social media or email us. So is your podcast at yahoo.com and we'll try to answer your question on the show. Uh, great. So uh, any recommendations before we wrap this up and jump on the train and head to the theater to go to see Infinity War? Aubrey? I think everybody should rewatch all Marvel movies <laughs> <laughs> and send us their ranking. All right. Especially uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I think Aubrey should rewatch that. Be a hard no. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. All right, Uh, Mark. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to piggyback on what Aubrey said. That sounds good. Everyone should rewatch all of the Marvel movies. And somebody back me up on Thor. Please, I'm I'm tired of defending this movie. I know Natalie Portman is like a cardboard do do a big chunk of it, but she's actually she does a good job, and I think the movie is not as shitty as Joey makes it out to be. So <laughs> please, someone help someone help me out with the Thor, please. I think someone should bag it up into the trash can. <laughs> All right. Well, I will say that everyone out there should check out SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks from Adam and Mark Ellis, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on Spotify or just about any podcatching app under the sun. Don't forget to check us out on PowerCast 97.9, streaming internet radio. And uh, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Podknife.com. Um, I will uh, suggest that you go check out a uh, little independent movie coming out this week, coming up called uh, Avengers Infinity War, (laughs) because we are going to be talking about it next week and it should be awesome. Yeah, it could use your support. So whatever you can. That's right. It may not. It may not make its money back. I will uh, definitely suggest you check that out. And uh, then you join us back here next week so we can talk all about it. So on behalf of my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, citizens of the Internet. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. I stand by all of my picks. I don't care what you guys say at all. Wakanda forever, bitches. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. Big like Leanne Rhymes, because I'm all about value. This has been episode number 194 of the So Wizard Podcast. We'll see you next week. Good journey. Four socks. <laughs>